This interview from Radio Row at Super Bowl 52 is brought to you by Country Financial, Joe DeVere, Kettle River Furniture and Bedding, Kevin A. Bear, Liberty Mutual Insurance, Kevin Miller, Coldwell Banker Gundaker Realtors, Western Illinois University, Collinsville Auto Body, Inskip Law, and Glory Pro Wrestling. Hey, joining us now on Radio Row, he is the former number two overall pick in the NFL draft. He is Ryan Leaf, and he sits down with us. Ryan, what's going on, man? Nothing much, man. Just pretty busy, kind of, yeah. uh, you know, just uh, ex- you know, taking it all in, experiencing this, uh, uh, this, these days like this, you know, that yeah. would, never would have thought would have been possible just over three years it's, ago. It's cozy this year, isn't it? It is cozy. It's, yeah. Uh, come Thursday and Friday, this is going to be a mess oh for a lot God. of people. Yeah. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out of here Thursday morning. This is Andy's first, and I was telling him, you know, how spread nice and spread out the convention centers always were, and we walked into this, and I'm just looking at this, and I'm just going, this is not going to work. Are the tables usually not this close no. together? No. You're at oh. like a big convention. There's usually like four pods that they put people in. and. Yeah, the last two years San Francisco, and then last year in Houston, it was just so spread out. Yes. I and mean, you just and the fans have a around and be able to to say hi and get autographs and take pictures and stuff like this. And now it's just, I mean, you know, it's really on top we're of everybody. Technically, in a food court at a mall. Yeah, I mean, it is the Mall of America. It is the Mall of America. I think but, this is a middle America Super Bowl in, in Minnesota. Uh, it, I think it's apropos. Absolutely. Hey, so I'm going to ask. This is something I'm, I'm guessing you haven't br- talked about with anybody on Radio Row yet. You and I were talking earlier when I told you I was walking around with Animal. You work out with the Miz. I yeah. I really? Work out with the, yeah. Okay, yeah. How did that? How did that happen? Because you're a you know Washington State guy. Where'd you grow up? Where'd I grew you? up in Montana. Okay, grew up in a Montana. Miz is Ohio guy, and you know now L.A. and everything. How but he's a big, big football fan. Okay. And. Uh, we just so happened to be, you know, we work at the same gym, and then one night we were at the same time and kind of, uh, uh, you know, started working out together. He, he talked to me. We kind of talked about our beginnings. You know, he he started, uh, you know, as a bouncer at a, at a club on, on Sunset, went on to the real world, and, you know, he told people, I'm, I'm going to be a WWF at the time, yeah. superstar. And, uh, I mean, his, he set his goals, and he's done it. He, I, I feel like he was the best in 2017 that his 2017 he was the top guy in the wwe for the stuff not only the matches that he had but the stuff he did on the mic as well was just incredible he sends me pictures all the time i i don't watch it that often yeah. so he sends me like texts and videos of it and was really? like yeah yeah and also his his beautiful wife is pregnant right now and we just had our baby so he's always he's been he's been asking for some advice and stuff like that i'm really really proud of him happy for for what he stands for i love that he gets to he gets to act out and be this yeah. this character, but he, you know he's a he's an unbelievable person. Has he ever has he tried to get you in the ring at all? No, no, uh, we have so not tried to do that. Yesterday, Joe and I, Animal and I, went to there's a, a former WWE guy that lives and has a school here in Minneapolis, and we went to his place to record our podcast. I'd never been in a ring before. They had a ring set up. So I asked him, like, I, I, I don't know if, like, I don't know what the deal is here. Like, can I get in your ring and run around and screw around a bit? He's like, oh, absolutely. And he got in there with me. He's like, you want me to show you how to do some stuff? So the first thing that he showed me how to do, he's like, okay. He goes, you need to learn how to fall. Like, you need to learn how to just go straight back. I, you know, I'm well aware that it's scripted. I'm well aware of that, you know, of all the ins and outs or what you will of that. I'm sort. I can. I can't move my. You weren't aware of how physical it was. It may not be uh, 
real or scripted, but yeah. it's physical as hell. Yes, yeah, I didn't That part is absolutely 100% you know, real. Yes. Yeah, you stand on the mat, and it was soft, and you run around, and you're like, okay. But having to throw yourself down and hit, like, they tell you where to hit and everything, doing that. I was sore yesterday, and I'm waking up today, and I'm moving my neck, and I don't have full movement in my neck. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm saying I'm with a guy that's been doing it, you know, for 35 years. And I'm like, this is... You did this how many times in your life? Yeah. <laughs> so after working out with the Miz, who's a better athlete, you or the Miz? Well, I mean, you know, just pure athleticism. Probably, probably pure athleticism in my prime. Probably be me right yeah. now. Him, of course. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's active in his prime right now, doing yeah. what he does. But, but uh, it's fun to compete uh, workout-wise. You know. Uh, amount of weight, reps, things like that, yeah. you know, and in the gym we work out in is very, uh, you know, it's about mobility and activeness, uh, MMA type of stuff and boxing and things like that. So um, you get to compete in different ways that way, and, yeah. and, and that makes it entertaining. So you're living in L.A.? Yes, sir. And what are you doing now? Uh, I'm the program ambassador for Transcend Recovery Community, uh, where we help people with substance abuse and mental health issues, something that I I'm very familiar with, and also I, I work with SiriusXM as a college football and NFL analyst, as well as with Fox. And that's I was telling Andy when I when I told him that you were coming over here, and we've had you on. I want to say this is like the third year now that we've had you on. Is that you've you've had your demons, you've had your issues, and it's not something that you you come out here and you talk about it, and you try to help others now. It's not something that you run away from. No, I think it's important. I think there's plenty of listeners out there that are going through the same thing. Uh, I don't mean to minimize my story at all, but it's it's like everybody else's. Yeah. People have to live a, a life of ups and downs with adversity and things like that. And mental illness and substance abuse affects us all. This country is in an epidemic when it comes to the opiate painkiller situation. So it's important that we shine a light on it so when somebody's out there who's listening, they can relate to the story, reach out, ask for help, and, and find the peaceful, unchaotic life that I have. As people with a voice, what can we do to make mental health not have such a stigma in our society. It's still, I mean, you, you talk to people today, and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, I take Lexapro or whatever, and people say, yeah, I'm on that stuff, too. So I mean, there, there's definitely a lot more conversation about, it's hey, more of the I, need med- I need medicine to help me keep my cool. Now, and I'm, and I'm not one to speak to that because some people have the chemistry in their brain where they need it medicated. Sure. I am... I'm somebody who was diagnosed with depression and anxiety, and, uh, you know, we've we've uh, decided to diagnose it and go go at it a different way, where I, I see a therapist, I have fellowship, uh, I exercise. That, that's been my, um, so I don't, put, I don't put any substances in my body anymore. But there are people, and, I, and, and I'm not a doctor, so I, don't, so I, I can't speak to the, the medical side of it when, when somebody's chemi- uh, brain chemistry is different and need to be medicated. All I know is that the stereotype of what mental illness is is, is, is a point where you know that dude's crazy, or that guy's in the loony bin. That's those are those are that's the nomenclature that we use when it comes to mental illness. And though they may be joking in time, it's a stereotype that exists. So it it dissuades people when they're dealing with something like that to actually reach out and tell tell somebody that they're struggling and need help. It's a uh, it's you know a, it's great that you come out here and do it. It's the recovery that you've had. How many years now have you? Uh... It'll be it's five and a half. Uh, it will be six years April first. I don't like to count my chickens ever, so right. I, ha- I have an app on my phone that tells me you know how many days and how many hours. Actually, I have fifty-one thousand one hundred and twenty-one hour, one hundred and twenty-nine hours sober. So that's good cool. for you, man. Yeah, that's really congratulations cool, Ryan, on your man. success. Yeah, that's we, really um, really awesome. 
Yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep the word, uh, get the word out there. And also, too, you you were telling me you're doing, uh, you're gonna start doing college football stuff as well, right? Yeah, we've been doing that. We got a show starting in March uh, on SiriusXM on the Pac-12 Conference Channel. They just uh, negotiated deals with all five power conferences, and we're gonna have our standalone uh, conference Sweet. channel on SiriusXM. So we're looking forward to that. All right, Ryan. We think we got everything uh, everything plugged, so All we right. will uh, we will let you go on to the uh, on to the next interview wherever Bron's going to be taking you. All right, thanks, guys. Ryan, thank, thank, you. thank you so much.